Welcome to another episode of Lineage Speaks, the podcast. I'm your host, Martelena Donterpel, and this season we're featuring authors from the book Divinity Speaks, women who tune in and trust divine inspiration. This episode, we are featuring Elise Marie Warren. Elise Marie Warren is a master healer and the go-to spiritual sidekick for high-level leaders. She helps high-achieving women who have created six- and seven-figure businesses to create safe spaces to rest, heal, and process their success. Elise Marie's work is rooted in her connection to Mary Magdalene to provide intuitive guidance, while her connection to Mother Gaia allows her to be the grounded spiritual confidant. Elise Marie is an executive chef in Chicago and lives in a cute, eclectic bungalow with her artist husband, Spence, and their cat, Kramer. Chapter two, the magic of the unspoken. I want to start this love letter from the divine to all of us. These downloads dropped in after I said yes to sharing my story. There is a magic that happens when you surrender your knowing, the act of fully trusting your own inner compass your gut, your heart. They are receptors to a language that goes beyond the words our minds understand. The magic lies in the unspoken language of your intuition. The feeling that courses through your veins when you align with the higher power that guides you, when you accept that you are a beacon, a channel, and that you're on earth to be the receiver and a deliverer of something bigger than yourself. Number two, you are never experiencing life alone. I'm not talking about having friends and family. I'm talking about being tapped into infinite source, God, the universe, or whatever name you use. Number three, divinity doesn't just channel in words through my mind. It's also in my body. My footsteps are a constant recalibration of the world around me. Divinity is moving through me to you in the ripples that are created by the weight of my body, through the smells that catch my attention, through everything that pulls my focus. Number four, during mundane tasks, my channel is flooded with what I need or what the world needs me to know in this now. It's me, the world needs me. It's those tasks that allow my mind to wander and get lost in the superhighway of the divine. For some people, nature encourages their flow, but not me. I'm distracted by the beauty of nature. It's the daily tasks of my life, cutting vegetables, washing dishes, today making chips, that I relax and allow the flow of the divine information to flood every cell of my body. Number five, in the past when I channeled, I used to say that I took a step back and let spirit step in. Now I understand that my ego is taking a step aside. I need to let my unlearned behavior shift to make room for the divine to speak through me and to me. I become more me in those moments. I'm able to see the divine in me, hear the divine more clearly and see my truth with no filter, no human experience between me and all that is divine. 
So let me tell you a little story or two about me. When I was deciding where to go to college, I had a vision of what I wanted. I had an idea of how I wanted to be seen. But deep down, I knew that when I found the place I would call home, I would know. We visited schools. I saw the campus. I met the people. I found a place that felt good enough. I almost said yes. Then I decided to go visit one more place. And in my first footsteps, I remember the thought, this is my place. It was small and beautiful and it was home. I remember someone asking me how I chose it and telling them, I just know. I made a million decisions this way before I ever understood about intuition or the divine. The one thing that felt sure in my life was that if I listened to my heart, everything would work out. I could tell you hundreds of these moments in my life from childhood through college, long before I got into the moments of understanding I have now. A piece of me has always known that my heart had all the answers I needed and that I was meant to be here now. In Legacy Speaks, I shared about my moment with Jesus in my bedroom where he told me that I had a purpose and to be his voice. It took a long time for me to understand what that meant, how it worked, and how I could possibly do it. I started sharing my story whenever I felt called. I learned to share honestly about my struggles and to be comfortably vulnerable. However, I stuck to my life experience because anything outside of my personal experience seemed like something I had made up. I wasn't ready or able to explain that to anyone because I didn't understand it yet myself. I have this vivid memory of being in the gym with my mom, sitting around, having morning coffee with her friends, and talking with them about hormones in chicken that were affecting young girls. I wasn't sure if it was a fact or something I had heard, but I remember my mom looking at me and asking me how I knew so much about this. At that moment, I had an inner conversation about knowing. I had no business knowing this information because it was not something I had researched. Yet I fully knew that the information came from inside me and it wasn't bullshit. This was the first vivid memory of having a download of information from source. I eventually got used to knowing information I had no business knowing. I knew that I knew in my whole being. I went through this thought process time and time again. Am I making this up? Am I just lying? Am I crazy? Something inside me pushed me past these doubts to knowing that everything I knew in those moments were truths that I had received from something outside myself. It wasn't long after this that I had started referring to my brain as a filing cabinet of truths. It seemed to always have the answers I needed when I needed them. A few years ago, I finally decided to let go of the notion that this process was crazy, and I stepped into believing. I remember the first time I experienced someone else channeling information from source. At that moment, I realized that she was doing exactly what I was doing. I was tapped in, connected, and being given words that I needed in that moment, that I needed them. 
this was the beginning. When I accepted that something I had always wanted was actually true, I was a channel I dreamed of being. I claimed my power. I said yes. I shed the doubts, the what ifs, the maybes, the somedays, and the judgment. I opened myself up to the endless possibility of my authentic truth. The divine speaks through me, and I was fully listening. Have you heard the phrase, when the door closes, a window opens? This is what channeling is for me, a window opening to the things I had only dreamed of, things I know I am worthy of dreaming. So what happens when you open the proverbial window? Fresh air comes in and you release stagnant energy. You also get to release feelings of shame and guilt, doubts, old stories, patterns, and everything that no longer serves you. You get to make space for the things you've been wanting. Channeling the divine doesn't only let things in, it lets them out too. Hearing the divine helps you to understand that you've been given tools to deal with your human experience, your suffering, your trauma, and your confusion. For some people, it comes in meditation, exercise, sleep, writing, or in signs. There is no right or wrong way to hear the words of divine. For me, channeling happens when I let my guard down in places like the shower or while I'm cooking, in creation, or sometimes in meditation. But mostly it comes in the mundane moments when I'm open to my own possibilities. I bridge the gap between earth and the space above. When I tell you that the divine speaks in all kinds of moments, I mean it. When I open up the space to channel the divine, a spirit guide, a light being, or a loved one for someone else, the download comes in in the way that the receiver is best open to receiving it. So when I'm re the receiver, it comes in when I'm most open to receiving, when my mind is resting and I least expect it. Most importantly, there is nothing to get in the way of the channel. So let me tell you about the first time I confidently channeled for a stranger. A couple of years ago, I was beginning to be open to channeling for others. I received what I call spiritual voicemail for a woman I hadn't met and had only dreamed of being friends with. I was so confident that she needed the message that I had for her that I sent her a message. I asked if she would be open to chatting because her spirit guide had come to me. I'd never been so forward or confident about anything like this before. And yet I knew in my whole being that this is what I was supposed to do. She messaged back and asked if I could talk right then. I was thrilled and excited to share the message with her. We had the longest chat, we opened portals, we laughed, we shared aha moments, and she asked me to be on her podcast. More importantly, we became friends. Through me, she received the exact message she needed to expand, to grow, to shift, and to push herself into new places. This is the magic. I listened, and even though I was scared, this seemed out of my comfort zone, but spirit had whispered and nudged 
And I finally said, okay. The magic of that moment was twofold. It was for us both. She received the message that her team was dying to share with her. And I received the confirmation I needed, the message that I was ready. I've had many more moments like that one because I started believing that magic was possible. I stopped limiting the universe by creating expectations and beliefs that had no room for magic. The divine doesn't see things like we do. The divine doesn't judge us, doesn't care how we look, doesn't have expectations of you. The divine simply works within the limits that you've set and are open to. When I was a kid, I was taught to pray like I was sending a wish list to God. The tricky part about that mentality is that God doesn't see life like we do. The divine sees the big picture and the limitless possibilities of unclouded human mind. Let me show you what happens when you trust and align with the little voice in your head. When you are in control of your thoughts and you understand that you have a choice. On this particular morning, I woke up feeling yucky. I was in the depths of the place in my mind that feels like a trap. No clear entrance or exit. An endless loop of chaos and doubt. I had already decided that I didn't align with this place anymore. And today I had decided to deal with it. The divine triggered my heart. And instead of struggling through a crappy day, I felt my whole being say, fuck no. I don't choose this. I don't choose struggle. I don't choose a crappy day. I don't choose the back room. Instead, I leaned into gratitude. I love my life. I have wonderful people around me. I am happy. I get to choose. I put on music to light up my soul and I went into mantra. I looked at the world around me. I saw the signs, a cardinal and a hawk. I focused on my breathing. I am not controlled by my mind. I'm not subject to the darkness. I don't need the safety of the back room. I don't need the comfort of my sadness. That is not for me anymore. That is an old story. That's who I was and I'm grateful for her, but I'm not her anymore. I've come too far. I've expanded too much. I'm too magnificent to hide in the back. I shine too bright to be dimmed by my own doing. I choose life. I choose happiness. I choose joy. I choose to be seen. I received this beautiful download of understanding. I had needed the back room for so long, but equally, I no longer needed it. This is what I received. The back room was your safety because I was the only one allowed in. You have always been your own safety. In this download, I realized that survival mode was helping exist in a world where I didn't feel accepted. I created a space where I could tune out the outside noise so I could fully be who I was, just as I was. After healing, blossoming, growing, shifting, and expanding, I no longer needed that kind of safety. I've learned that I can be myself. I've found spaces where I belong, and I no longer need to try to fit in. 
I can always be me. Because I chose to take back control and listen to the divinity in me, I realized my desire for validation. I needed someone else to validate my worth. I needed you to tell me that my healing had worked, that my food was good, that I was funny, that I was pretty. I only knew I was worthy if it was validated by someone else. Then I saw a former client thriving. She was putting out her offerings and glowing like the sun. And I thought, man, I wish I knew that I was a part of that. I wish she would tell me I had helped her. Those thoughts plagued me and made me feel sad. When I realized I had a choice, I shifted. I chose to be happy for her and let the divine in. I knew for myself in my whole body that I was part of it. She didn't need to see it. I was a part of it. I didn't need her validation because it was the truth. I was part of her journey. I was a portal to this reality for her. And I get to be proud of her. I get to be proud of us both. This is how the divine works, if you let it. It will guide you to the truth. It will lead you to what you need. The divine will hold you while you begin to understand. Before I honored my channel, I believed that worthiness was something some people had and you had to earn it. It's what I was taught and how people around me acted. It's how I learned to be. Worthiness came from those who were worthy and they had to choose you to be worthy too. Then you had to work to maintain it. As I type this, I'm in tears because I know that much of the world accepts this as true and a lot of people thriving on knowing they are worthy because they had been told they are. But now as a channel, as a receiver and a deliverer for the unspoken words of the divine, as someone who understands her own divinity, I get to tell you, you're worthy just because you are. You have nothing to earn. You have nothing to prove. No one can take your worthiness away. It's your truth, and so it is. I want you to know that you get to hear and feel the unspoken language of the divine too. You get to align with the truth that is spoken through you. No matter what it looks like, how it feels, or what language it is, your truth is the truth. With open arms, you are received just because you are. You don't have to change. It gets to be easy. It will be just as you desire it to be. The world needs you. It needs the authentic divine being that you are. Breathe deep. Feel the warm white light. Open your heart. Close down your mind. Activate all your senses and receive because the divine is always speaking are you open to listening you're always exactly where you need to be and who you need to be divinity speaking as you were as you are as you will be it's always you just you
Thank you for listening. All proceeds go to elamugirls.com, a nonprofit helping women in Kenya escape poverty, sex tourism, and genital mutilation by teaching them to sew and giving them a choice, a voice, and a bank account. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if our stories help you on your journey. Follow us on Instagram at Lineage Speaks the Podcast. Until the next episode, honor the light within you and let it guide your way on.